Welcome back to the Online Presence Podcast. Before we dive into the goodness that is this episode, I just want to give you a quick note that we're switching up a little bit of today's podcast flow. Normally, we just dive into the goodness, and we are, but we were starting actually with me offering to Kayla a free cash flow channeling session for her current offer. And it's really juicy. It's very spiritual. It's very woo. So in case you aren't used to hearing that from me or even are curious about hearing more about it, go down below and sign up and check out the sessions for themselves. But I wanted to give that heads up since usually I do it at the end like I did with Pamela. But you know, we're here to try things out. That's what marketing is. You experiment, you live life. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so Kayla is one of the few people who on my podcast, I ask now for any guest who wants to come on, if they really want a kind of snapshot on the energetic frequency of their offer, whichever one they're wanting to sell and sell more of, but even more so is getting downloads from their offer on what it needs from them and its personality type. So I get a lot of visual images first. It's really interesting to see my first image is always kind of a a representation of what your offer is. So with the one that you mentioned for the lineup, it was really interesting because the first thing I got, which was so serendipitous because I looked back at when you sent just like a message or two about what it was, that first download of what the energy was came at your last message. And I didn't, I don't have Instagram like DM notifications, but I checked the timestamps and it was right as you sent that last one that this first download came in. So you opened up the energy for me, which I appreciate. Mm, Love that. So the first thing that I got, which was really interesting, was I got very much mystical, spiritual vibes, but not like dark. I I got this vibe of like mystery, fog, really the best way I could explain it was like the veil, being beyond the veil. Mm -hmm. And diving into it, I try and ask more specifics. I'm just seeing like, can you give me a better picture of what we're going for? And the first thing, which makes a lot of sense, was uh, I got the image of a chick, like a little baby chick sitting in the egg <laughs> like sitting in the egg like you just cracked open no and, way and it literally was like little uh, little chick looking around like looking at what's going on hasn't taken their first steps yet but eager and just like taking in the surroundings like very much an observation but like eager new like element so that's the first thing that I got how does that feel I'm shook I wish we <laughs> my job <laughs> I wish we recorded prior. Mm-hmm. I wish we recorded prior because because I literally just got done telling you this phase in life. I feel like I'm a fucking egg cracked open, like a naked <laughs> soul walking this planet as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and this is so like for everyone. And you who- held back until you hit record to tell me that. I love it. So again, I'll I'll give some insight for people who aren't listening. We we did a little bit of chat before this, but I told her to, this is one of the few days you find me on like a low energy day. So some things will like, my brain will just filter out. So when you said egg cracked open, my brain was just like, yeah, it's her new beginning. I didn't even put two and two together because oh, wow. I downloaded this 10 minutes before I got on the call with you. So it was like, I just downloaded it, went on with my day, kind of went into it. So I didn't really make the the connection because- brains still like working through the lack of sleep but I it was just like what came through and I I knew it was gonna hit just because I also knew the energy you were in even before we talked about because I saw like a little bit of what your posting was and like this this probably feels aligned for her um the last little 
per like physical part of it so like the 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 3d image of it outside of the chick the the way it came through too that was felt really clear was it feels very far away so sometimes when I look at offers I see them like in my mind's eye this one felt really like distant far away and it means that it's slowly materializing into the 3d space and the personality of this offer like what it's going to embody it's going to take better shape later on like I see it as a waterfall that's going down it's kind of like behind the waterfall like you can see glimmers of it but it's not fully taken shape yet and that's kind of what that veil part comes on to a lot of this is just kind of showing you the newness of it and I'll say that with this stuff too as you know with any energy reading or any like tarot reading stuff too everything changes as you go on so like this is how your offer like feels now but as it might be two months from now it'll have a whole different shape a whole different vibe so I just want to make sure that people realize too that this stuff is not set in stone. It's just like at this moment in time that we are talking, this is what's coming through. So from the 3D side of it, how does all of this kind of feel for you? Oh my gosh, it's like spot on. And I'm like so open. I'm just figuring it out. I'm just figuring it out. Like I, as much as I'm an A cracked open, I'm also graduating from a really difficult, confusing period in my life. And I'm figuring, I'm having moments of clarity for the first time in a really, really, really long time. So although it's foggy and it feels like it's in a distance, like it's, it's foggy. It's not pitch black, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> I, I was achieving success, not in a way that I was still people pleasing. and and being a version that was fitting in a box because I was good at fitting in a box and I can still do what I'm doing and achieve success, but do it in a way that's 100% authentic versus fitting in a box. And that's been a really big eclipse Scorpio season realization that <laughs> it's yeah it was a yeah this this season rocked everyone including myself hard like I didn't realize I felt like I was going insane for parts of it honestly because it was just you it was showing you everything and it's the same thing like you just mentioned how I wish that we had some of this uh the previous part recorded I would just talk to my coach right before this and I was like thanking her for holding me in a certain place that I felt like very raw in saying literally thank you for not trying to put me into a box that I feel like I've been in and I sent this a half an hour ago so it's it's very much the energy I think as well that for those who are open like cosmically who are in this space there's just this kind of like zero tolerance we're getting to the point now where we can't allow ourselves to stay there anymore we've mm -hmm. tried but it's so it not just like dims our light but it just it creates no fulfillment I feel like so many people that I'm talking to now we care more about how we feel in our day-to-day -day, how we're like showing up in the world versus just like money in our bank account not that you can't make a lot of money but just <laughs> it's it's a different view so I, I'm really happy that you share that because I think a lot of people are going through that but also have a hard time being open around things that still feel very like messy or raw or tender yeah it's just to like give you an example I have two therapy appointments and two coaching appointments every single week with four different people like <laughs> that's how much support I need at this point um 
But I think in my first, in our first conversation, my businesses were very siloed. I had a human design business and I had an affiliate care business. And I made the decision, I actually announced it yesterday in my, in my affiliate care club that I'm no longer training care professionals without having a human design aspect to it. And that's really scary because it's out of integrity for me to train PR professionals and expect them to achieve the same amount of success as KMO does if their energy is shit. You know, like we have editors apologizing for not getting back to us when they receive a thousand emails in their inbox a day because our energy is so good. You know, Mm -hmm. that just doesn't happen if your energy is out of alignment. And so there's a disconnect and that's, that's really doing the job in, in an industry that needs to be healed in a way that it's not being done before. And it's, it's the most personal thing I've ever done. And it's, it's, that's, what's cracking me open. That's what's cracking me open. It's so interesting you say that because as someone who was like the outside looking in, I remember when, um, your contact, like shared about being on a podcast and talking about like the PR stuff and affiliate stuff. And that did not vibe with me. And it's not because I wasn't interested. I thought, I, I know like that stuff is interesting, but there was like, I feel like her human design part is what's so interesting. And then like the way she approaches it and, but it takes sometimes our own, we have to go through our own stuff, being, being open to even being that open with people and, and ourselves to, to show that. So I honor you for that. And also I, I really agree with the energy of if you don't know your chart or like what makes you tick, what is your rhythm? You, you can't really be at your highest potential. And it's also too, I remember when I had a team of five, like last year, I was so much hiring from a place of, uh, of reactivity that I realized that their energies really affected not just me, but also the clients too, because if they don't know their own patterns, they don't know how they're showing up. It's then affecting the sales from the ads that we had, or like the funnel conversions, because that plus the client's energy, plus my own energy, there's so much going on yet. We, Mm -hmm. we kind of don't allow ourselves to look at it. And we let the more like 3d aspects of it has to be X, Y, Z be the only thing when there needs to be more of a tandem conversation, not just always one or the other. Mm, Thank you. First, thank you for like sharing that with me. The, the work in that is, I mean, cause I can't just have, have a, a you by my side 24 seven, like <laughs> remind, you know, mirroring that back to me. It's I, I found my biggest lesson in 2022 is like, I need to find the inner confidence, peace and love and safety within myself because I just to like sum it up where you, you redirect the conversation, however you want to. <laughs> But in 2022, my mom told me she didn't want to be a mom. You know, my, some difficult stuff with my, my wife and her health, like all of my safety, my closest relationships were no longer there. So I had nowhere to turn. So all I had was me. And so now turning inward, I I did a lot of self-discovery and a lot of child regression healing. And now I'm realizing how my childhood was actually like and that feeds into who I'm actually how I actually am today and how it actually affects my business like why is it that when I have a business idea on the human design side because it's so personal not on the affiliate care side but on the human design side I have an idea 
I don't go to my operations team and allow them to support me. I have to do it all by myself. Well, it's because I was never parented. I never had the support. I never had parents. Not on the affiliate car side, only on the personal human design side. It's wild how, how it like connects when you do something that's actually soul serving. It really is. And I have to, I mean, I don't even mean to mirror you so much, but we're just, we're in similar spaces along with other people as well that I feel like I am on the, the like, second half of this where the last few months have been that for me of even when I thought I did a lot of inner child healing the last few years since my mom's passed away when I was younger I did a lot of stuff for them but then I had to look at my dad's relationship and also the 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 grandparents and stuff like this that affected so much more than I realized that like you said I had the same piece where for those my for those who don't know my last business was a lot around like done for you funnel and messaging work where that felt comfortable because it was what society and like what mainstream people you know it felt good it felt easy for people to say like oh she knows what she's doing but this Mm -hmm. channeling work that we're doing together and like somatic work that I do with people for their stuff that feels so triggering and exposing because it really Mm. is exposing your soul that you really haven't given to anybody in that way, especially like on online. And something that I was just talking about with my coach as well was the same piece of this like almost fear of intimacy on like the really pieces that don't feel fully like polished or pretty yet. Like they feel like they're still messy and edgy. Those parts, the ones that are naturally going to come from your soul because they're not meant to come out like polished on the first part are the ones that you have to honor, but are also the scariest to honor if you don't have that not even integrity, but like belief and faith in yourself around that too. Mm-hmm. Or if others don't get it. Yeah. That's a big one for me. That's a big one for me, especially like I don't talk about being an animal, animal communicator because people don't get it. It's my big fun fact. That's my biggest shadow animal communication. I talk to my dogs all the time. I I'll saw your eat- mantra video earlier today. Yeah. Oh, I'll be <laughs> the other day. I'll be eating carrots. I'll literally think in my head, oh, I should give Maverick a carrot. He'll come running from upstairs into the kitchen. We talk telepathically all the time. Um, but it is, it's like, it's not palatable. Uh, it's not easily um, digestible. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, human design is more applicable. It's, it's you can like talk about it in a scientific way you know, you can, it's more tangible, like you can give actual examples. And I think that's why I love it when it comes to like business strategies of like how you're supposed to specifically do it. Like I actually really love that there's a masculine and feminine aspect to human design. I I really love that aspect to it. Well, I think it just honors the duality that of people who we are. And I want to honor too that I I really understand the part of like, will people get it? Because I think that's something as, as people who've gone through their life and I I can't speak for you, but I can know for myself as well. Like the first part of my life was very much for other people. Like I chose to be a certain way to like, make sure I was being liked, that I was being a a part of being belonged or so and so forth. And then as I started to connect into more spirituality stuff, like i barely publicly talked that I was psychic and I had these like these things I had no idea this was incredible no one we haven't even gone through half of the the channeling this is incredible (laughs) and it's just that was something that was so 
scary because it feels like what you said, it's not tangible. Like literally what I do, I I can't even, my, my coach like tried to, tried to prompt me of like, how can you make reels about this? And I was like, I don't know, because it really is so unique. And it's also, I think too, because the things that you are become so natural to you are sometimes the hardest to also, you know, see as valuable. Like what I do with this feels like it's just fun for me. And then sometimes because we're used to work not being fun or like we have to sacrifice something to be able to to earn whatever that that's painting that for me. I was gonna like that's for sure one of the things I wanted to chat about too. For those who can't see, uh she has a painting in the background. She she is like prolific when it comes to like watercolors. I don't I've talked to her once or twice about it and I just have to give her like, oh my gosh, you have so many paintings. She she just showed me like 15 of them. <laughs> this is something that I think is so unique about you, especially because I talked to a lot of people who might be artists, but are artists who either, either have like trained in it or like have built their expertise. This was like truly intuitive from like what I heard from you. And I'm curious, not just what cracked you open around it, but what allowed you to go in as deep as you have because you're at the point now where you know this feels I, I think for the most part feels not comfortable but feels like a part of you finally oh it is yeah I got I'm like full of full body chills so my mom put me in competitive dance at age two and I felt my mom's emotional roller coaster and I knew at a very young age that when my mom didn't feel good I didn't feel good so when I made my mom feel good, that's how I felt good. So if I did really good, my mom would feel good. And so when my mom felt good, when I did good, my mom felt good. And that's how I felt good. So I was a high, high achiever and I was a performer. So I did competitive dance from age two to 10. And I started studying classical piano playing at age five. And I played piano from five to 20. And then I played clarinet from age 10 to 18. And I studied opera from age 10 to 20. So like lots of, lots of music. Like my dad, when he found out I painted, he goes, Caleb, why not painting in high school? I was like, dad, when did I have time? Like I did all these other things. And I was always so, I was always so jealous that I couldn't use music as a form of therapy. I couldn't write music because I was so classically trained that it boxed me in. I had to be perfect. I had to, I had to study it. I had to read music. I couldn't just flow. So I never had a form of therapy with any creativity. All through my 20s, I just, I partied. I did all the wrong things. And I think it was January of 2021, I had leftover paint for like a wine and paint thing that I did via Zoom with my mom and sister. And I thrifted a frame and I had this like, oh, I wonder if I should like paint the glass, like take the picture out and just paint the glass. And I did like swiggles. And that's what started like my actual like therapy of just like painting the glass. And I just did the swiggles. And then for some, I don't know how I got my hands on watercolor. I really don't. Or a canvas. Don't know how it started. But one day, it was a hard day. It was a, like a, a hard day where there were tears involved. 
and I just started doing watercolor. And there was something about water and paint and diluting the color just fixated my mind on how I could make different shades and a tear dropped onto the canvas and it didn't ruin the painting and only enhanced. I didn't have to, I remember not having to dip my brush into the water because I do so many back and forth with like how I do the shading that I could just cry onto the canvas. And that was in May. And May was really the start of some really heartbreaking months from about May until really October with my mom and the wedding and her family just just really cruel things and and just a really just a hard time I'm I mean I'm talking like four or five days out of a week every week just falling into these canvases right but this entire collection I developed the whole month of September um, the whole month of September, which was really the peak of it all. Um, and it, I just poured my emotions into it. And it was, it was a way for me to process it mentally and energetically, um, the emotions in my body and onto the canvas. I, I don't, it, it was a way for me to express and move emotions in a productive and healthy way. I just got chills from hearing the tear like on the painting because I think that's such a beautiful I mean a literal way of you pouring your heart and soul into these pieces whether or not like you said it was so intuitive and I 100% agree that when you grow up and you especially when it comes to like you grew up and you're into art or I should say more of like theater-based pieces because you're trying to perform rather than like it actually feels good it makes sense that then the correlation then becomes like, well, I can only do this if it's perfect or like if I'm in the right headspace. And I was in a very same way. I did piano for a few years. I did singing. I did karate. I did soft, like I did a lot, but I also noticed I was hyper fixated on making sure that I was like the best or like the whatever it could be for that reason. And I had a very similar journey with you around last year yeah, 2021, uh, when I had the breakup that happened, that was like our five-year uh, relationship ended. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a really great time that, not that time, but it was a really important time for me to actually dive into what felt intuitive for me was poetry. Mm. I wrote 90 poems in three months and it was just like pouring out of me. Where that's are how those? They're like in like a notebook or two. I think I, I posted like one or two, but that same part you talked about that feeling of like no one will get it I was like well this doesn't fit into the the business box so like I shouldn't post about it too often take them out I just I know. literally got like a huge pull to tell you to take those out I know I had a I have a little bit of like a secret poetry account that I like posted a few times oh, back there you're gonna chant you're gonna channel based off of those poems you should take them out and see what you channel based off of those poems I definitely will it was but I had the, the exact feeling of you of like I was not directing things like I I couldn't mm -hmm. it was outside of myself I had to I had to write and I it's funny because now I'm in a space where I notice that you 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 find those pieces that you need when you're in the deepest of shits totally. but now that I'm on this side of like even though I'm still in in I think inherently we're all like in our own shit <laughs> but I'm not in like the peak of stuff as a how I used to be that 
I feel like there's not as much for me to say in like a poetry side because I really do well with emotions. Like when I'm in like the, the, the fun sadness of like just being really dramatic, that's usually when it dives into. But I wanted mm-hmm. to honor you because I think that's why the watercolors work so well is because you didn't come from a space too of just like, I'm painting this for me also painting I had become more of a function like who can I give this to what's what's the point of this like I just bought paint by numbers (laughs) like I think this was like the idea of starting from a blank canvas actually (laughs) just overwhelms me because for me I'm at the space where I'm like I I love that guidance but also when you're in the in the stuff you have so much needing to come through that you don't need that you can just fully let yourself just dive in you're also a generator and you have an open ajna and crown so you need something to respond to and react to so I'm finally realizing that Mora for the longest time I was trying to generate my own stuff like I was trying to like generate ideas from those you know the acid journal prompts that's like the um what is what what's on your heart to share today and if it's like the morning where like I'm just waking up I'm like I have nothing in me at the moment that feels like it needs to be said so I'll Mm -hmm. try and go on like Pinterest or Instagram and see what just kind of like makes me want to talk about it and Mm -hmm. that's finally now where I'm starting to realize the response the feedback is really what I what I need um but at the same time to go back to the channel work as well because I I do want to finish your channeling because it was very important for you was all of that's not prompted. All of that is me literally having the percolations of energy come through. So it's like one of the few times where I feel like responsiveness is not something that I'm actively doing in channel work. It's like the one of few times where it's like, it's just coming in purely downloaded. That's beautiful. I love that. It really is like, it's something that I plan to talk more about because I I have it now in almost every part of my packages outside of done for you work. It's like the first thing, because if we don't address what your offer is wanting to tell you or also the relationship you have with it, similar to how the human design chart, how you feel about it, it literally will affect how you show up if it even gets, you know, if it's successful, if how it wants to show up and like sell more of because you're then not looking at a huge aspect of literally how it wants to be seen, how it wants you to be around it. Danielle, this is something that needs to be out in the world and serve people. I, I want to know it. how every one of my offers, I want to know what they want. I need this for every single offer. So I did promote this, I think once earlier this year and had like four people sign up for it, which was amazing. And I had that same thing of, like you said, one of them, one of the people who signed up was like, I'm going to have to come back to you for like the other offers that I do because every offer is unique. And I want to finish up yours because it's very important. <laughs> Not me wanting to promote your <laughs> I was like, all I want to do is do this. Whenever I get into like talking about it, my favorite thing is hearing from you how it lands because all of this, no, you're fine. All of this for me though, is like me just downloading in. So I have no idea how it feels for you. So I like to, this is my way of being like, am I on the right track or not? So let me dive into, I, uh, I pulled two cards for you just from your energy that came through. And then also whenever I download what you need to hear, like your offer is asking for me to tell you, mm-hmm. I know it's true because it comes in like a poem. So you'll see how I talk about it. It literally comes in like line by line stanza and I can send that to you through DM later. But the the pieces that came in were really interesting because I normally never use a deck, um, the Starseed Oracle deck. I, I just got it the last two months. It's very much like 
cosmos alien energy. That's my go-to. That's my is go-to. It really? With YouTube tarot, tarot poems. That's so interesting. I just got it like a month or two and I, I rarely use it. I loved her, the work your light deck before this. That's like my go-to. So, but I felt so called to, mm-hmm. to do this. And also the, the colors here as well. They're not the colors for you, but they're the colors of like that, the mystical energy that I was getting, like the veil was very similar to this. So I wanted to to honor that as well. So the first card that I got from, from your offer was Whale and Orca Elders, which I'm not going to go through all of it, but it's like, share your song, frequency of sound, diving deep. The part that really stood out for me was if you pull this card, you're being called to surrender to your deepest truth and share it with potency, to bow to who you truly are, to stretch your heart wide open enough to hold it all, to leave the fears, doubts, and baggage at the door. I'm getting chills, so it's probably true. To question any part of you that doesn't feel good enough. And the whale and orca elders want you to give you that people need to see, <laughs> we're just talking about this, give you the privilege of others being able to see who you truly are. And for you to see the same in other beings, to drop the hangups and personality flaws and get busy revealing the unique note of your soul that came here to sing. Allow the song that echoes in the four chambers of your heart to emanate in all four directions, peel back the layers of suffering, of pain, to reveal to others your soul's true song and endeavor to see the soul of all those who meet, which is asking, how are you being called to share your soul's unique song? So this is the first Mm -hmm. card. How is this feeling? I mean, my, like, Reiki turned on. (laughs) My hands were, like, on my legs. I just started, like, swaying back and forth. So, yeah, I mean. I got chills. So I was, like, I'm pretty sure this is hitting, but I'll. I'll You'll just send me a photo of that one so I can, like, read it again. I for sure will. Because, yeah, I, it's funny, too, because I feel like the cards that I get for uh, people that I pull for, I never get for myself. Like, I was, like, there's a whale Mm -hmm. card in here. I didn't know. So it's just funny how that comes through. Okay. The second card is the surrender to the sweetness, Mm. Venus energy, pleasure, joy, make love Mm. to life. So it's a very sensual, highly feminine card. And it's a call to surrender to the sweetness of life. This card that I'm going to go into, just the little pieces of it that feel important for you is time is our most precious resource and it's our greatest healer. If you've been all work and no play, this is a sign to take some time out, to reconnect with your lover, play with your children and give yourself the luxury of time without an agenda. That feels really important. Many of us who are so used to building our lives that we forget to enjoy them. We forget why we decided to build in the first place. Disconnection from the sweetness can cause more pain than we realize. So many of us walk into soulless buildings five days a week in the name of survival we strive to build the life of our dreams but our drives (laughs) drive ourselves to exhaustion this card is wooing you back to your pleasures of being human and to focus on what really matters to enjoy your incredible life Mm. i fly to mexico next saturday with my wife and her parents so this will be good that sounds very sweet (laughs) Mm -hmm. our, our annual trip so that'll be good that's amazing i really got the vibe for these two cards specifically like both of them were just calling you to the pleasure was part of them but a lot of it I just saw was like honoring your soul's nudges and I feel like yeah. a lot of what you're doing right now is allowing yourself to be cracked open enough not just to hear it but also to honor it and to go forward with it and these being a confirmation to go through with that so mm-hmm. the last part I'm going to dive into is the part that came through around your offer I always ask what's the message that it wants to bring in for for you to hear especially around like helping more sales or just getting more connected with it and it's a little bit of a poem I guess it's just very much like line by line but the part that feels true for you is like 
fall into me like I fall into you. Let your embodiment speak for yourself. I might be young, your offer, but I'm not naive. Like a homing beacon back to the motherland. Let it unfold like a rose in spring, calling back home like a friend after a cold night. It's soft, subtle, but profound, and one you won't forget. Trust the fiber of your being that it will work out as it's meant to, like the puzzle pieces falling into path. The choice is yours. You know what's love about that? That poem, the energy of that poem and the words of that poem align with my profile in human design as the 6-2. Does it really? Yeah, because as the 6-2, I'm born innately wise. So you're born wise. So as, although I'm young, you're born wise. So although I'm young, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I, I'm less than, although I'm young. And like, there's a, like, as a 6-2, um, we're called the exemplary. So it's in our embodiment it's in our being that we we are able to embody an example for for others to see that's where we are are lived in wisdom we want to be the person we wish we had we want to be like the mom like i know i'll be the mom that i wish i had i'm i always want to be the boss that i wish i had i'm the pr you know, the PR service provider that I wish I had. I'm the friend, you know, all the things. And that's just like the soul serving goal of a six too. And I just feel like that, like there's something in that poem that really spoke to that for me. It's interesting too, because I don't share this that often, but with the offers that you create, they're an extension of you. You create them. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people don't realize that the offers are its own entity, but it's like a strand of you. Like it's kind of like your child. So it's going to have a lot of pieces that are going to connect with you as a person because it inherently has parts of you imbued in it, even though, you know, it comes from the ethers and so forth too. So I, I'm not surprised that it connects in with you, but I definitely got, yeah, I got a little bit more chills, especially around the part that this part that came in, I was like, wow, this feels really good for your offer, which was that your offer it's soft, subtle, and profound. And one you won't forget, like calling back home a friend after a cold night because that's kind of what you're doing with this offer is you're really helping them to come back home to themselves be able Mm -hmm. to understand their inner compass their body signals and that's what I was really getting from this message was more so a confirmation that this is what people need and it's going to come at a very more like softer energy than people or even maybe you have really stepped into at this time yeah that's and I think that's also like being a projector I just, I find that I really, I'm able to see people like we're like the gift of a projector is we, I see, like, I see you and like, I'm able to project back to you. Um, it's, it's like a, a really special relationship that, that I, I have with anyone that, you know, I work with. Um, maybe, maybe I need to lean into sharing that more as like the, the special gift of a projector is is we like to be seen, but oftentimes we desire, what we desire is actually our biggest gift. I mean, I really find that, and it's something that was interesting when I was downloading this for you, was that, I don't know why, but I've always kind of seen your energy as like, and this is something that probably you're shifting out of too right now, 
was inherently a little bit more masculine and not in like a, a hustle way, but more totally. just like I'm an Aries Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I think this offer and like I think a lot of the human design in general <laughs> is is asking for you to step more into that, not even like feminine, but more like gentler, softer, be the friend that they want you to be, the person like the projector that you are, but in more of a a, a calmer way. Cause you have that that side, but it's funny, yeah, because I definitely remember when I got this and I'm like, am I connected to the right offer because <laughs> I was like I feel like I don't see this energy as much from you but it's asking you to be called in that way as well it's so it's really cool that you've you can like speak to the the evolution or like I've seen this this is like the energy that I've seen of you and like because truly you this is how I feel you could have met me once six months ago and then meet me again today and feel like you've met two different people. Totally. And, and that's not always the case in the last two years. Like, I feel like I've grown a lot, but it hasn't always been like this rapid of a change in six months. I think that's something too, where that type of rapid change, I've I had it happen the last year as well, because those, those crumbling times, the times where there was like the most, stuff kicking up is the times where usually we get propelled even farther into the, the healing and changing path so I 100% agree with that even for myself and I find that it's okay and we have to also remind ourselves too with I think business as well is that we're meant to have evolutions it's why I get so frustrated when people still kind of connect with the ideology of like set it and forget it when it comes to funnels or even like their stuff because that is so inherently untrue especially as a human like we're we're meant to evolve there's a reason why we don't we're not babies for 100 years <laughs> physically mm -hmm. and I think it's something that like you're sharing there's times where we're going to rapidly grow into it and those are the times that even though they're very intense to go through are so needed because in some ways we have asked for it so we could step into it deeper even though it blows to the end it is something that you find your profound work whether it be the, the painting whether it be this deeper work on the human design side I think it's just allowing you to kind of give you the container that you probably have needed but didn't want to do to really step into it mm -hmm. totally so I that is a download <laughs> I love it I I love it I think you need to I know I know you need to put that out I, I definitely have actually just mentioned about how I how I saw you from like six months ago to now. And it's something that I don't really do as much, but I need to is check back in with the people who I've done these sessions with because I had one of them who I did one with uh, a few months ago. And she mentioned to me that what I meant, I talked about her evolution of her offer and like how it's gonna, how it's gonna feel down the road. And she's like, it worked out exactly how you mentioned. And I was like, it's just what came through. And I kind of didn't realize that it's helpful for me in these sessions to also see the evolution of where you're at, because some of these things that I put in here aren't meant to be taken action of right now. Sometimes it will be like an, a physical action for you to take around the marketing, but sometimes it's more of let this marinate and come back to it. So you can see this. And the great thing is too, as a podcast, this can be a time capsule as well for you to come back to in like a totally. month or two months to come and see what's changed. Mm -hmm. totally. So I think it's, I think it's beautiful, but I want to go into as well around the lineup and this, the last few times we've chatted, obviously I knew that there was like this really beautiful <laughs> unfolding happening. And I want to hear from you, especially because I always knew that you 
thrived around like human design business and strategy pieces because that's always been like your jam and we talked about a little bit of that a good amount of it actually for um, the first part but I'd love to allow you to kind of like take the reins and see what feels aligned for you when it comes to the lineup and you have my chart up so I have no problem with that what would you do to like start with someone like me when you're trying to figure out where to begin and like the the first call of the lineup yeah when I thought of first of all like I with having such a defined head I cannot decide on one thing or another so we're calling it a lineup right now it could be a different name <laughs> yep. by the time this launches <laughs> totally. so we are not married to details okay but my thinking around this name is the players that come to play in your body as the decision makers that mm. cue the signals right yeah. and the three main ones are your the energy your strategy and your authority and those are the three big ones like if you can master those three you're you're in a really good spot and so I like to just like really level set like where are you at like are you at least like really in tune in touch with those three and let's chat about that. Like, are you first and foremost aware? And some are naturally, you know, already operating and some aren't. And how does that like, and then what does your business look like? And does that match up? Like, <clears throat> are you, a lot of the times I, I will get projectors mm -hmm. and they are in the doing for nine hours a day. Oh my God. You know, that's, we, we got a lot, we got a lot of chatting to do, you know, yeah. or there's clinic projectors and they're being told to give it the 24 hour rule by their father. Um, so there's a lot of conditioning. So it really lays down the groundwork of either me just educating and bringing up the awareness and allowing them to, to, yeah, just bring the awareness of, of what their human design is showing them how they're supposed to be operating and just asking them, like, is it, does this make sense? Like, where have you been told is wrong? Like, and a lot of the times things are like clicking, like, okay, yeah, like I've always felt burnt out. Like I haven't felt like I could like really keep up or, um, oh, I, I, I always like desire to I, I, you know, a lot of it with generators, they feel guilt for doing things that just simply bring them joy. Totally. They feel guilt. Like my sister, I always think of my sisters, um, uh, around like when we travel, they overpack, they overpack because totally they want everything that brings them joy. Yep. And it brings me so much anxiety because they're <laughs> just like, like carrying so much stuff. Um, but it brings them joy, right? Now that I understand that, it's fine. So that's what that call is for. We're just vibing out. I'm getting the lay of the land. I'm understanding their business. Now, then if you match that up with the Voxer, the one-week Voxer, that's where you then put that into action. I now understand it. Let's really, you know, let's put that into your business. Where can we, where is it realistic to actually move the pieces? Where can we, like, for an example, if you are a projector that's in the doing for nine hours, where is it realistic to 
hire some support? Where can we discuss where you can, you know, let go of some responsibility, bring in some support, release, you know, just start, start moving the puzzle piece, start moving some stuff. I think that's something that, and we'll talk about this in a second, because I think it's gonna be important to say that a lot of this piece is what you're doing. And it's why I've actually stopped doing one-off calls for a while, because I think sometimes when you don't have that level of support and implementation around like just the day-to-day feedback that you're getting in a boxer style. Cause I've, I've actually been moving towards boxer stuff too. Cause it's just so, it's so fun. Um, but I find that when you only do the like one-off strategy calls where there's like no implementation, there's such a lower chance of you actually one doing anything around it. And two, having the guidance to know, okay, I tried it once what do I do from here? Like you've gotten feedback now, how do you build on it? Or or how do you kind of like see how it's going in your day to day? I think there's becoming so much more of a desire for it because it's so important for us inherently to use this knowledge for not just, you know, the the big cosmic, super vague decisions that like can happen with human design. Because I remember that's how I first got into it with Jenna Zoe, where I was like, I have no idea how to use this for day to day but also still have the high level strategy that you get from those one-off calls too. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as like me boxering my coach, even this morning and me, because I overthink showing up and promoting. I overthink everything with, with promoting my human design offers. I over, I overthink because again, it's personal and I'm so defined in my Ajna and Crown. Like it's so funny. I am tapped in in seeing how other people should be doing it. So clear, so fucking clear. People come to me, I got you, you know? But when it comes to myself, overthink it. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. And so today I was just like, okay, it's all about your energy. When do I feel just so good and peaceful? I feel good and peaceful when I'm looking at my dogs. So I'm going to share my December boxer offer, three-day and five-day offer, over a video of my dog's corgi booty walking away. And that's what I did. Amazing. That's what I did. That's what I did. And it's like, <laughs> oh, is this, is this it? I think this might be it. But also, as a projector, it's efficiency. I can't overdo it. And also... You can sell using your defined centers. So I have a defined mm-hmm. root. Because I have a defined root, the receiver end, like you on the receiving end, if I have pressure going into it, you're going to feel it. You're going to fucking feel it. So if I'm chill, if I'm chill, you're, you're going to feel that, you're, that I'm chill. Also, I have a theory, TBD, that my dogs might be sacral dogs and I feel like they I I might tap into like the human design on dog levels That'd that be could amazing. be that could be next level but more to come on that I mean I'm not gonna lie I will watch any story you put your dogs in any reel that you put your dogs in so I think the more you do that it's gonna be great and I had kind of this aha moment of like just like watercolor painting human design and my dogs could be this like no-brainer thing that I've never thought about before true because everyone wants <laughs> to know about their pets that's why like the, the animal communication piece too like there's a reason why there's people who 
I literally listened to a podcast, I, I mean, a year and a half ago about someone wanting to connect with their cat and had an animal communicator come on for that reason. Yeah, I I got, yeah, more, yeah, that that's definitely in my future. Definitely in my future. I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes because I agree anytime that, and it's also, I think you're also playing into like the natural part of, of human nature. It's something I talked about in um, a new freebie that I just released um, called like the ice cold that I'm sold where it's helping like to bring out the lurkers in your audience and the ways that I mention it are not to do like weird like launches or whatever but it's tapping into the core and uh the core human behaviors I should say that we have which is like around relatability intrigue around favor around shock these pieces that are there so like the piece around the around your dogs is so much like relatability there even though you're not trying to it's just like everyone wants that kind of like happiness you feel when you see a dog especially a cute dog like any cord any corgi will literally <laughs> do great um so it's funny because you've tapped into this inherent kind of like things already happening in in real life but now just making it a little bit more custom to your offer that still keeps you as much as you can be regulated during that as well while you're trying to figure out how to feel more safe um, promoting these things too mm-hmm. Yeah, and it keeps me out of being a consumer and more of just like an authentic sharer and less of a creator because I'm not a con I'm not a like high end digital content creator. Mm-hmm. Overproduced. I have yeah. full respect. I wish I was a generator that had a sacral that generated more energy and because I could be on Canva for hours I really could I love it I love it I love it but I'm so drained afterwards and I will scroll 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 to get an idea and it just doesn't perform it, it because I'm drained I, it's not in alignment for me that is something that's interesting because I find as a generator who we talked about this uh, before we got on the, the recording around how I'm an emotional, but I have like the split so I can do sacral as well. And it's even, mm, even though I have, and it's interesting because I find that the part that you mentioned around um, being able to be on campus for hours, I can do probably like an hour and a half. And then I realize like, oh, I have put myself into a spiral on graphics that I probably will never use, but they're just fun to do. Mm, mm-hmm. So I noticed that part coming up, but even as you said, like, that generators with that kind of thing can can create a lot I find as someone who's a generator even though I can create a lot I I will have I think right now I have like seven Instagram reels I already created that I'm probably I forget about using because the energy is dropped by that point like if I don't Mm. shoot it and post it at that moment I'm either going to forget about it not going to feel excited by it anymore and just like go on so it's interesting you say that because I think sometimes too that level of production and I guess foresight, the strategy that you need to like plan all that out sucks me out of it immediately. And I've tried so many times to do like content pillars and to do like a month long strategy. And by the time that I create it, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm like, this is boring. So I'm curious if that's like a thing either that's myself. Interesting. Yeah. Cause it's something that I've noticed as I've, I've been in like three programs already that are around how to schedule your, your content and how to create it. And I don't every think time you I should. Do I don't think you should schedule. Yeah. I don't think you should because 
Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, you have an open spleen, so it's really interesting. Um, I'm looking at your chart. Your mm -hmm. schedule is very flowy. Your your top left arrow faces right, so that just means like your schedule is really flowy. Um, your spleen, which is very instinctual is open, which means you absorb, um, others. Um, so you might be, you might get, yeah, you, you, have, who you, you're around and what you consume really, really runs the show. And I, it, and, and yeah. it's really flowy. And I think this, like, you've really opened a, a new channel so why would you put yourself in a content calendar box? I think part of it, and this is something that I'm still trying to deconstruct at, uh, at the time of this recording, is there's still a lot of those best practices around social media and like growing that I think I still, even though I don't want to believe, I get myself caught up in. So totally. for example, yeah. like posting before noon, which for me as a Pacific Standard Time person is so so incredibly hard to do like yeah. I don't think I post really at all before noon at this point because I've really embraced the the flowy nature of my of how I like to be where I really don't like to be on calls before noon I don't like to be able to because it's so much in my energy at that moment but I agree that the things around me really do affect my energy and how I and what I consume for that reason and I sometimes forget that I will allow myself to get sucked into either really dense type of topics that like leave me feeling kind of reeling for a bit or something where I feel like I get tired of having to always derive lessons from stuff if that makes sense like there's a, a huge mm -hmm. swing to content now where it's like make everything that you do um a lesson that you can share and connect it with your business and your offerings which I think is you know yeah. great for some people but sometimes it's, it gets so played out so I'm trying to find that line I there's I would really lean into the flow. I I would actually do, I would actually really look at, I would look at what you're currently doing and take a really, really harsh look at what are the shoulds. Yeah. The industry shoulds, even, and especially with how open some really critical areas are, that your open areas are such magic for clients and helping clients and understanding clients, but um, being very aware of how you, they're um, informing your own business in terms of what courses you're purchasing, because this is where they can re-navigate your internal compass. They can kind of, these whatever you're consuming, they can kind of come like hijack your internal compass and like take over the steering wheel, right? Yeah. Um, really like do whatever you want to do. You're not supposed to post on social media the same day, the same time every single day. Any arrow. So yeah, the top left arrow is schedule. So, and, and facing right. So that just means your schedule and everything that you do, how you work, your your like your meetings how you post on social media um when you create content like 
anything in regards to your schedule and when you do something is supposed to be passive and, and inconsistent. Which is so triggering as someone who has been in the, the online space for forever around consistency is the biggest thing about me. Mine's also facing right. So I feel you, girl. <laughs> I feel I, you. I swear. I, I, I remember hearing around the inconsistent part. And I think I, I love it. I love hearing that from my routine because I am inherently, I'm always playing around with my, my schedule and my lack of schedule and so forth. But I think I don't see it in content I'm like oh well that's separate like it doesn't count like the flow doesn't count in in content yeah I I and I find myself almost overworking because I don't have a structure yes but what actually my coach recommended to me which I think will be helpful is block having a dedicated time amount to create content in a day and allowing that time slot to happen whenever you want it to happen in a day. Mm -hmm. So saying tomorrow, I'm going to create two reels in this, in an hour, but not blocking off time in your calendar, just writing that on your to-do and allowing for when you do that to intuitively happen. You might feel like you want to do it right when you wake up, you might wake up and be like, oh, I actually want to like scroll on TikTok or like watch a TV show or have my coffee. And then you do it at 1 p.m. Like allow the when you do it to intuitively flow. That's something that I noticed that when I create content that feels flow, it's usually that. It's like I, I want to create a post today and then I kind of allow for whatever happens to come through. I think what what happens is once we move into going beyond content creation and move into more of like growth strategy and mm -hmm. that's when I think I get in that head of shoulds and consistency because for growth consistency for growth have structure for growth have pillars that kind of stuff no see and that's it we are moving into a feminine world so we are moving so tradition in the past all of the arrows were facing left Really? We we were in, if you think about it, 1800s, we needed all the arrows to face left. We needed a consistent energy, a masculine energy to build a industrial world, to build an industrial life, manufacture, manufacturing all the things. Yeah. Slowly, we are moving into all the arrows facing right. We are moving into a feminine flow world so growth strategies are moving into a feminine flow so i would actually really lean into your arrows it's actually the opposite like your growth strategy is going to be the arrows it's not going like that's where i'm like do the arrows not the shoulds you know <laughs> and it the the, the chart doesn't lie. <laughs> it's funny because it's, I notice whenever it comes to things around shoulds, especially around a lot of my offers and how I have my business now, I've really deconstructed a lot of those shoulds, but content creation and I think outsourcing the, 
the knowledge of that to others who are, you know, more successful in those areas or who know more around TikTok or whatever it might be. I think I noticed myself naturally kind of, like you said, outsourcing my knowledge to them, outsourcing my my decision making to them because similar, like you mentioned, they have all three like head, heart and throat or head, ajna and throat. Like the first three are all open, which is beautiful for clients, like you said, because I can tap into their their different frequency, their energy, their voice. But then trying to find my own, it's like I am in the Sahara Desert and there is no path to show me which way to go. You you have your own tone of voice. I work with okay. Hannah. I work with Hannah a lot on this. Um, you do. You totally do. Um, it's we all can tap into it. It's it's not that we don't have. It's like. It's not that I don't have emotions. It's not that I don't have joy or desires. You know, it's not that I don't have self-worth. If you think of like my open centers, it's just, it's inconsistent. If that makes sense. Okay. And when you are in a room with your client and let's say they have a defined throat, you, they're tone of voice is just it kind of like trumps your tone of voice it speaks louder you tap into their tone of voice more so than yours it resonates in your energy more so than yours whereas like I see like yourself your self-worth more so than mine when I'm in your energy um but it's not like it's empty Okay. That actually is a good, that's a good uh, definition because I think I always assumed that because it's blank or whatever the undefined, that means that it's not there, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh, you have a podcast, girl. Well, I know. This is something that I realized for podcasting, like sharing inherently is fun for me when it's fun rather than sometimes I find when you move that same feeling towards social media because podcasts it feels like you're in your own little corner of the world and moving into social media I think because you said there's so many voices on there that I I noticed myself immediately getting overwhelmed or intimidated by the idea of trying to share whatever voice I have right now because there's sometimes where I'm feeling more like spiritual where I like want to be more prolific other times where I'm just like I told my client or my coach this, I'm like, sometimes I just want to say titties just because I want to say titties. <laughs> and like I that. think what's also cool about having, like, I love that you're bringing this up, having an undefined throat, you can be a chameleon too. Like, mm-hmm. like a reflector, you're like, if you don't want to fit into a box of having a tone of voice, don't fit into a box. Like you can wake up one day, you can show up as a different tone of voice every single day like allow yourself to play around with what tone of voice you want to have every single day and just really fully embrace like how you want to show up and speak that day and express yourself in that way I think it'll actually be interesting this gave me an idea to look for more expanders online who do that or it's like every other post they're a new person or like they have a different voice and they yes, still I have a, a thriving audience just because I think the longest, the the rhetoric for the last few years has been be consistent in whatever you're talking about and it'll grow for you. People remember you for that versus what feels good for me is 
every new day I'm approached with like new energy, a new voice, something that wants to come through. It's not going to be the same the next day, which is I think also why recording videos or pre-planning stuff, it's just so in the wind with me that Mm -hmm. the idea of doing that feels terrible. (laughs) As long as you desire to show up and use your voice online, it's like a true desire versus a should, then, then it's totally in alignment for you to play around with that. Now, if you feel like you have to show up and use your voice, then, you know, really dig into it. But if you, if it's a pure desire, it's going to work out for you. I think that's the part that's still something I'm, I'm circling through is, especially on content still, what is the pure desire versus what is the, you know, the, the shows. Because with the podcast, I've before I used to be very particular on every Wednesday, once a week for like, for three years, I was very consistent. And then I realized uh-huh. that because of that, I, I, you know, I learned a lot, but also it kind of limited me to have those like divine inspiration downloads kind of audios that come through. So I've now had it where it's normally every week, but there might be a time where it's every other week, or it might be mm-hmm. like two weeks from now. But because it's something that I haven't made it as a big to do, I'm just like, whenever it comes out, it comes out. I don't promise people stuff it's easier for me versus social media still feels like that inherent promise to be like showing up online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I cannot get, out of, <laughs> I cannot get out of my head that I, it literally took over my brain, Danielle, that I need you to do a channeling over three offers. My brain literally <laughs> went blank and moved over to you channeling my free offers. So I'm so sorry. It was hey, like, you're I'm done so talking about it. this. You're <laughs> done talking about this. On to the next, Kayla. <laughs> no, I think that's a really great send-off point too. And I'm 100% down for that. And it's it's something like you said, where a lot of this is inconsistent, but also that was just a beautiful example of how my brain works as well, where when I'm thinking about content, it's like, we're talking about something, we'll go into it. And then if once we're like switch. I'm out. Like I, I don't really want to be on social media. And then I'm like, I'm dipping. So I noticed that. And I think part of this too, is having to honor that more and find more expanders because even with all those things open for me, it helps me to see the inspiration of others as well, but not from inspiration from those who are bigger, but those who are more aligned with how I want to show up. And I think that's yeah. where showing up in the way that I want to desire to versus should to, is going to be really important for me to look into. I love that. So thank you Mm. for that. I appreciate it. I feel like we've gone through like a lot in a really great way, but I want to ask you, is there anything on your heart or mind right now that feels called to around the lineup or around human design that you feel like you haven't been able to to share online that often, or you would love a place to to talk about it here? Mm. Oh gosh. It's okay to say no to. (laughs) I'm just trying to think. Not at the moment. I'm not going to force it. Not at the moment. Yeah, nothing's coming to me. I will voice note you if something comes through and you can just add it towards the end or edit it in. Um, Yeah, no, not at the moment. No, I'm, I'm, I have no problem with that. I like to ask that because especially in this new chapter you're in, there can sometimes be things we've been wanting to say that we haven't had like a voice or a channel for or a platform for. So 
whether it be like, you know, I'm standing for this now or I'm integrity with this. If there's something on your mind, I wanted to give you that that place for Ooh, it here. That, that's fucking powerful. Okay. Okay. God, what? God. Well, I'm starting, I will say, I'm starting a new um, podcast tomorrow. It's going to be like very chill. It's a new an podcast? I- it's going to be an IG, it's going to be like, um, hosted as an IG live, but just, I, I doing it with a colleague of mine, Liv, who kind of took over the KMO world TikTok. I think I noticed, yeah, I was like, I definitely seen your, your name with a different face and I was going to ask you about that, but totally forgot. She's a, she's a one free Splenic manifester and managing working alongside a manifester it is some potent energy <laughs> man she's like a 26 year old lesbian like younger energy <laughs> i i feel old she hasn't even she doesn't know what the real l word is anyways i know i'm like i'm like an older lesbian crowd anyway <laughs> we we just um it, it's called the certified safe space and it's going to be an IG live series, but also recorded and hosted on Spotify. And it's just going, it's, she asked me in a time where I was like, I just need a space to talk. I just need a space to talk. It has no agenda, has no agenda. And I think maybe I just needed to share and say that out loud because I haven't really shared or promoted that at all. So, I think and that will huge. Yeah, that will be live by the time that this is live. So there you go. <laughs> so I didn't tell you this because I'm still percolating on it, but I was actually, I had a same nudge to start to do IG lives, not with myself, but with collaborators on that question I just asked you around like what's on your heart to share and like stand for, like a line in the sand kind of thing and have a discussion around that because I love this podcast to be people who I love to have on it, but also mainly my solo times. So I would love to have a secondary space where I can have people come on. It's more informal. That's more on like the juice, like what gets them excited? Because as you know, the gate of enthusiasm, I get enthused, like enthusiastic when I see others who are lit up. So oh, yeah. it kind of feeds a selfish part and a selfless part <laughs> at the same time. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that that's something you guys are going into for yourself in your own way. And I... I think this was the confirmation I needed to try and look into what that might be for myself, especially on Instagram. But I yes. love the name. That is such a good name for it. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Well, yeah. I think at this point, we've gone through as much as we can. <laughs> That's in yeah. this hour mark. So I'm going to leave down all the links that I did before, along with the lineup link as well, for those who want to dive into this deeper. You just heard us do like a mini a mini blurb of what you can expect as part of the depth that you get with Kayla inside of the lineup. If you have any questions for her, want to dive in deeper, I'll put everything down below. But outside of that, thank you so much for coming on. This is always amazing. And I hope those listening got whatever they needed out of it. And hopefully 